this is because it. I texted you when I poured it, and I said this is very dark. Um, mm-hmm. But I kind of like it, and I usually don't like carton stuff. Yeah, but it it really is. It's only four percent, so it's like oh. very. It's like a light daddy. It's uh-huh. not like, and it's a session stout, and sessions are usually drinkable. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Or drinkable beers. Ben just popped in the frame. Me and Mike are recording. Um in our respected homes um tonight just because scheduling you know the world we live in yeah Yeah. it was really because of me guys it was because i needed to watch the bachelorette um and also because i canceled yesterday so i mean it was a little of us both doing it um yeah no i'm surprised because i'm all and then i i gotta be because so you you dropped off the beer in um my mailbox it honestly gave me flashbacks to early pandy days oh uh, <laughs> i think about that often i'm like can you believe it was that long ago no but also like we're still in it we're still in it but and then people literally don't care people don't care that we're still in it i know and i don't like that um but you used to like why like sanitize it down and then i would like grab it with like <laughs> With like with the tongs, ve- with like the very, <laughs> yeah, I should have done that, but like with like the very bare minimum, like fingers, and then like wash it immediately. Oh God, honestly, a time. It's been a full year since we've been in Vegas. I know that we said this last time on the pod, but um, uh, now it's been like the time has come and passed. I know. I truly miss it. Honestly, oh. it was a. It was. It was so much fun, and. I don't like what are, I don't like. What are we even gonna do for like our drag Christmas this year? Like, what are I we gonna so do? Guys, so like we, um, Mike, myself, and our friend Sam, like we don't get each other. Well, we haven't been getting each other Christmas gifts for a couple of years. We'll just like go out and like usually do like a drag brunch or like do something like that. Yeah. Um, but like I don't know what we're gonna do. I mean, we could try, try and do something like low key, like obviously like low key. But that the, the, the fun of it was like doing a thing. Yeah. And like and, and having yes exactly and Harley being a crazy person on the train yeah Harley, like Harley, it's a whole experience Har- us waiting outside at that weird drag bar place in front of the Beetlejuice theater Harley had had socks, socks that she was on wearing hands. on her hands and really had to go to the bathroom it was also fucking freezing that day Sam really had to go to the bathroom oh um but yeah I don't know I don't know what we're gonna do. Who knows? I will say the second one that we, so we, we've been doing this for two years. The first year we did it and it was great. And then the second year it was fine, but it was, they changed the location and it was like, definitely would not be COVID compliant. No, now. God, no. But the second year I did discover Izzy Uncut, who is one of my favorite, um, locale, um, drag queens. She's from the city, but, um, and so that was the best part of the second year, but the second year also, uh, well, we got we got it for free. Like we got one of the things for free. No, we got all of our meals for free. That's like, what it was. So you, we paid. So how it happens, which wasn't how it happened. Th- so they do it different. So this yes. this year was like we paid for our ticket, but the ticket was like not really expensive, like maybe twenty or thirty dollars. Yes. And then you were pay for your food and you, like you get bottomless like you'll pay for bottomless drinks which is like a a price 
and then you pay for your food. It's it would it ultimately all adds up to being if like the last time we did it, it was like a meal was included, bottomless drinks were included, like all this stuff. It gets the same. So they give us a check with every like it's supposed to have everything on it, and it literally has one meal, and it's the three of us sitting at the table, one meal. Yes. And maybe the did the drinks. I don't, and so the did the drinks come with it? They the they did it. it different at the second place because the first place it was we also got VIP at the first place, which got yeah. us a table front row, and then you got like bottomless mimosas, and then you could do one like specialty. Drink. No, no, you could do as many specialty drinks. Oh, so then well, yeah. either either way, at the second one, um, they said it was going to be bottomless, and girl, that was not bottomless because you, the, bottomless is they give you a bottle of could champagne. Be- so that you yeah. can do it you're on your by yourself so you're not waiting for the waitress to like come and like bring you more mimosas and it was not bottomless because i mean it was you could get as many as you wanted but you had to wait for the waitress and harley was getting mad uh, yeah and i was like advertised correctly and i was like snapping the our waitress down i would probably scared her but i'm sorry i was on there for for something yeah and then we went to Magic uh, Magic Hour, which was fun. Yeah. Ultimately, both times were great fun times. Yeah. Loved what What do you think the best drag brunch was? Do you think it was that first time, or do you think it was Vegas? I feel like it was Vegas. I think it was Vegas, too. Because I think, like, now, I mean, now that I have watched Drag Race, like, looking back, like, we were able to, like, see, like, actual people. Not actual people, like... I mean, we've always, like, we saw, like, Sugar Cane before she was Sugar Cane. That's true. But, like, um... We saw Coco. We saw India. I, the best place that we ever went, like, was the first one. Was the first one. It was, like, in, like, a, was it Hammerstein Ballroom? Hammerstein, yeah. Yep. So, it's, like, was big, and there was a huge stage, and then the other two places we went to were, like, restaurants, kind of. (laughs) The... and it was so, it was like very crammed and I felt bad for the performers. Honestly. The Senior Frogs show was the best show and they gave you two bottles of champagne like right off the bat. Yeah. And then every time they saw that you were done, they brought you a whole nother bottle of champagne. Yes. And then you also, it was open. That it was one, open that bar. was also open bar as well. So you could have mm-hmm. went up and got any sort of drink you wanted. Yes. And that was amazing. But the food, but the food was, was the was worst bad. thing I've ever eaten. Even worse than than like both drag shows in the city, which guys, if you're going to a drag show, you're not going for the for the amazing food. Yeah. Like it's You're just... going for the, the queens and then also the the bottomless mimosas. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um because I I will be honest with you and say that I feel like when they bring you like if you were to order like the waffle or like the chicken and waffles, it is honestly like a stroop waffle that is like heated up. <laughs> I got some. I got some pasta when I was there. I got like a, a, a mac and cheese, which is like not very mean, dairy and gluten. But I got it, and honestly, it was way. It was a truffle mac and cheese. It was better than whatever both you guys had. <laughs> oh God, crazy. But anyway, trip to Memory We don't know what we're gonna do this year. We miss Vegas. It was so much fun. Yeah. Um, but we'll we'll figure something out. Yes. Uh, we'll see. Um. We'll see. So I feel like. People are gonna want to know. Did you watch the new up the, the season premiere of Mandalorian? Um, no. So what we're doing is that we went back and we're rewatching the first season. Okay. And I we watched the first three episodes, and then I said, "Can we turn this off?" And I watch new. We watch New Girl now because you know what? It's just like hard for me to just listen to it. 
Have you tried? Have you tried? Have you tried watching it? No, I can't watch. I'm not allowed to watch. My body is not. I'm not allowed to watch. Me and he'll be like, "Oh, look, look, look!" And I'll like miss Baby Yoda like moving his hand, and he's like, "Oh, you missed it! You missed it! I miss. I'm missing all the cute stuff." Um, so I need like an alert like on the TV for it to go like before Baby Yoda comes on. That's honestly all I care about. Um, there's. Yeah, we will watch it. We're probably gonna because the episodes are really short. Like we watched all three of those. They're short. They're like an hour. They're like 30 minutes. No, that. no. Well, they did not feel it. We watched it on the other day, and I was like, we're already gone through four episodes. That's good. That means that it's like a good show. You like it. I mean, I didn't, I have no clue what's happening, because I didn't look. Yeah, well. So, um, which was my problem uh, the last time, so. <laughs> also, I was blacked out when I watched it. Um... That was, I just wanted to know if you had watched Mandalorian, um, because we had talked about it before. So not yet, but will do soon. Working, working your way up to it. Yeah. Um, what are you, is there anything bringing you joy? Anything you want to talk about? Um, I don't know, did I mention, um, me watching the Leah Remedy thing? No, because, because it wasn't out, like, on Netflix yet. Okay, so then I didn't even start watching it. So, the like, I guess I got, now it knows that I'm into, like, cult stuff. I got an alert that season three. So I was like, oh, I never watched this. Like, maybe Netflix was just telling me, like, oh, you should watch this. And then I turn it on, and I'm, like, halfway through the first episode of season three, and I'm like, what's going on? Like, not that you really need to know what's going on, but I'm like, I'm missing something. They're like, last season. And I was like, what? So then I went back, and I watched the Leah Remedy, the first season, and I'm halfway through the second season um of her like Scientology thing and Scientology is wild like I don't understand how it is like how how come Nexium and all of that stuff has been broken down and Scientology hasn't it's literally the same exact thing I think it's, it's the same exact thing I think because Scientology has more money one and I think that they have more pull as far as, as like far as- government Go- stuff Okay, I can believe that. Like, there's people in the government that are Scientologists. Yes, and also, okay. and also, they're tax exempt. Yes, but they, but they not weren't always like yes. that was the thing. They but, were some like they were not because they were not considered like a religion. I've right. there's been a bunch of over this. I have learned there's been a bunch of like they literally in like the 70s or 80s went and stole a bunch of, and like stole a bunch of government uh, like, government documents and mm-hmm. like took them for themselves. Yeah. And, like, a bunch of their people went to jail, but, like, not the whole organization. And I'm, like, literally, like, this is wild. Like, why are you still allowed to, like, be functioning? Yeah. Um, the first season was, like, honestly, like, wow, okay, like, learning a lot. But I also think because, same thing with when I was watching the R. Kelly documentary, and then I saw the other abuse documentaries, and I would, then I was, like, honestly, like, was a little bit up numb because i like had watched the r kelly one and that one was really bad yeah and i started my cult thing with with the nexium thing and that's kind of like branding that's huge it's wild like oh my god would never think uh-huh. um and then now the scientology thing is i'm like okay like i'm like a little numb to it except for the second season they talk a lot about like the children who are like born into scientology and like all like they're literally sent out to camps when they're like eight years old like and in scientology in the writings of l ron hubbard he literally says like 
children are just like adults who like haven't formed yet so you should but you shouldn't treat them any differently they are men and they are men and women that's what it says like that they are adults like you and so like there's like parents like don't have the same bond because I don't know it just seems so like crazy and pointless and also I'm like anyone and I guess this is like a stab at all religion too but I don't think so so I think anyone the whole point of Scientology is you're trying to become clear and you're trying to like go up all these levels to get to you're supposed to be able to like move things with your mind and cure cancer in your own body my whole thing is like we are on this earth uh-huh. for a reason or another that we don't know uh-huh. but like why are you going to waste the earthly things that you have a family friends relationships to literally try to go to this and give your life to this thing that you're gonna like oh i'm gonna get to the next power it's not even like a priest or something who like gives their like who basically because that's like almost like a job path but it's like a serious job path like Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, other religion, I think people look to it more so, like, I'm sure that uh, people in normal, like, not normal religions, but like, yeah, normal religions, like you're Catholic, like yeah. Christian, Baptist, like whatever. It's like a you, comfort like, thing. Y- you, yeah. And it's also like, oh, it's something to like aspire to. It's something that gives you some sort of like, mora- like not, but like morals and like things mm-hmm. like that. So like that I understand, but no one is, and it like, no one is is living like not living an actual life like it's also something that people go through for comfort like Mm -hmm. when things go wrong or when things go right they like can look to god or whoever that they want but this scientology thing like it's like not it's like one a big money-making scheme i'm like how these they said that these people would pay like a half a million dollars to try to get up to the things i'm like this is wild like this is wild like there's i think that it's the same thing with the whole thing like of people who kind of get into this brainwashing or mm-hmm. like um kind of cult mentality thing it's like they're looking for something else like even no it doesn't mean it matter like their entire like their entire life maybe they were out like loners or something like that but it, or they could just be at a point in their life where they're like don't feel fulfilled and then they find this thing get hooked and then give their life it's just wild yeah. wild and like the nexium thing sorry i'm going on the back big Please. Rant. This, this is the cult corner the cult um, corner <laughs> Um, but like with the Nexium thing, it's like when we talked about, it, we were like, oh my god, like I would have maybe even been drawn into doing right the first course, the first the first course, yeah. Thing. Like I would have been drawn into it, and a lot of like the people when they interview them about Scientology, they're like, the first like thing that you learn, well, diet dietetics or something is like the thing, and people just before Scientology like grew into this big thing that was like just a book that in the fifties and sixties that people read. It's a science fiction book. What? It was a science fiction book. Yes. So, but it by L. Ron Hubbard. Like, yep. what, so it's like literally like people read that and they're like, oh my God, this is a cool thing. And then they built off people like being into this. And uh-huh. then it goes batshit crazy up. Like you're paying all your money. You're like living a mentor means you're giving your children away to these camps. Like you're signing a billion year contract. <laughs> and like, I'm just like, how is any of this legal? Though? Yes. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I'm saying. Where, I'm, where? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I've been wanting to t- thinking about tweeting about Scientology stuff. Oh no! No, don't. Even saying this on here, I'm. A, I'm like, I'm not even a Scientologist, but I feel like even even before saying it on this podcast, I'm like, I feel like Scientologists are watching me, or they're out to get me, or something. Guys, no tagging. 
No tagging. You know the rules. No tagging, guys. Don't tag any Scientologists. Um. Also, where is Shelly Miscavige? Um. Yeah, hasn't been seen in public since two thousand and five. Where is she? Leah Remini asked about her at a party, and everyone said, "Stop asking." And- and they said, literally, you're so rude. How dare you? But also, Leah Remedy literally wasn't taken serious in the organization until she, um, um, what's it called, donated a million dollars. That's not uh, that's not including her mom's courses she paid for, her herself's courses she paid for, probably her husband's courses that she paid for. No, this is just like a donation of a million dollars. Yeah. That's also, like celebrities that are still in Scientology, we got John Travolta, we got Kirstie Alley, we got Tom Cruise. Katie Holmes, okay, Katie also, Holmes like, had was... to. Katie Holmes divorced Tom Cruise because he was so involved in Scientology that it like scared her, and yeah, she like I had to sneak. She like had to sneak out with their children because she was so afraid of what was going to happen to them. Yeah, that's scary. But also, what's it called? Is I so now me being on this whole Scientology like kick? I'm like looking up all these celebrities who are still apparently Scientologists, like. Lauren or Laura Pepfont, whatever the one is in Orange is the New Black. Oh my God, what? She's one. And well, the Danny Masterson, he was, he, and the reason that she's one is because she dated the Danny Masterson's brother because they were on Malcolm in the Middle together. I thought they were on that 70s show. No, Danny Masterson and Laura, whatever, were. But, but Danny Masterson's brother was the brother on Malcolm in the Middle. Got it. And I think she was on that or was like a guest did something on Mm -hmm. it met him there, dated, and I think that's how she became a Scientologist. From what the little that I read on the internet. But I'm just, like, seeing all these, like, wild, wild things. And I'm just, like, changing. It's changing my mind about everybody. Also, Elizabeth Moss, famed Scientologist. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Yep. That's Peggy, right? Peggy, yeah. And also, she's in The Handmaid's Tale. I know, I know. It makes no sense. Yeah. Um, All right, so that's my that's my cult corner. Sorry, guys, a, if you guys already knew this information, you watched the show two years ago when it came out. I'm new. My so. dog is my dog is sneezing. Bless you. Live okay. Bless you, Liv. Um, also, there's an HBO doc called Going Clear, which was like the first big Scientology thing. If you haven't seen it, it's good. Um, I have not dived into any more cult things where I want to, I want a movie or a docuseries about, about Jonestown. Yeah. There is, there isn't one yet. I don't, I, not that I know of. I could, I mean, I'm sure there's probably like something about it, but I want like a real like Nexium style, like docuseries about Jonestown. Cause Jonestown is insane to me. Um, so yeah, that's just a call for someone. Please make that. Um, I, but I don't, I don't have anything. Um, at all. I haven't really watched. Oh, I started The Crown. Oh, nice. My mom watched that. She liked it all. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. It's a lot of history. It's very slow. So it's taking me some time. You would not like it. All the people sound the same. Uh, But Um, is it a lot of talking? It is a lot of talking. Um, but again, all the people sound the same. Uh, so I don't know how that would be for you. (laughs) Okay. Um, but that's all that I'm, I'm doing right now. All right. Well, do you want to get into... Yeah. Oh, so guys, we're in a new month, November. Sorry, we never mentioned it. And, um, we have a new theme. So goodbye, Mike month. It was a good month. It was nice. Uh Um, came and went so fast. 
It went so fast. How the fuck are we in November? I don't, I don't know where it's like, I saw something on like Twitter or something and it was like, happy one year anniversary COVID. Cause I guess like this is when it started. Oh like my God. it literally started. So, um, anyway though, um, so we're in November and we're in a new theme as I was saying, and it's going to be reflective of like one of my, I think my favorite holiday. And I think it's a lot of people's favorite, favorite holiday. It's Thanksgiving because you know what, why it's our favorite. It's literally the same thing as Christmas or any of the other holidays. We don't have to give anybody gifts. <laughs> great. Or you like, cause I feel like my whole thing with gifting is that it's a lot of you, there's a lot of pressure. Like I like birthday gifting better because you, you have a whole year to think of a person. Uh-huh. You can pick up a gift no matter when you want and like pick it up. Birthday gifts are like, um, I mean, Christmas gifts. It's like, oh, I, you're just, it's mean. It's, it's, it was made for consumerism and it's like literally just, you're like buying gifts because you need to buy gifts. Right. I don't always think that that's meaningful. If you start your shopping early, though, sometimes it is meaningful. Like I, I started Christmas shopping. I started Christmas shopping like two months ago, and I feel like I'm buying meaningful things. Yeah, I mean, I usually bookmark like if I see something that's cool, like I'll bookmark it and be and like put it in a folder that's on my page that's just like random gift ideas, and then like I can always like go back to it for like birthday and be like, oh, like this is cool, or like because then I know that like in the moment when I saw it, I thought of that person. You know what I mean? Like that is, you've mentioned that before, and I think that is very smart. But I don't think most people do that. No, I'm not saying most people do it. I was, I was just, no, no, I was no. just saying no, this, no, this is this is what saying, I do. Yeah. But anyway, so again, the theme of this month is food. So we're all doing food. all movies, food. So we're doing all movies that have to do with food. Um, if we want to say what we're doing, yeah. This start so. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. You can go ahead. <laughs> um. So to so to kick us off with food. We are doing uh, 2007's Disney Pixar's uh, Ratatouille. That we are. Um, <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. I, I thought I had seen this movie, and I think I've seen parts of it. I remember that it, when it came out, I feel like I was in, like, I got a sleepover or something in the year 2007 or 2008 within the years that it came out. And, so some we had watched it and my friends were literally hated it and were disgusted about the the rat in the kitchen um but i do not remember really i do not really recall anything happening it's also long this movie's long for a kid's movie yeah i was trying to remember like how he even controlled him or like who this guy (laughs) was i did not remember the whole entire plot line of him being gusto's son like Mm -hmm. i so i will i would like to say like this was almost the first watch for me yeah um do you want me to tell you what I paired with this? Yes, please. Okay. I'm okay. getting this on my new laptop. Oh, I didn't know you got a new laptop. Oh, I didn't tell you? Yeah, I got yeah. a new one. Um, last Friday. Um, okay. What is it? So, what is it? Um, an HP. Nice. Nice. Um, okay, so um, with Ratatouille, we are drinking, keeping with the food, um theme it's called carton of milk or just milk by like the drag carton queen <laughs> like the drag queen um by carton brewing um and we've drank carton on i definitely drank carton on it before i did the all together beer when um with the pandy first started mm-hmm. and it was like a beer that benefited um like restaurant workers and things like that um you so, you drank all together. I drank hell or high watermelon. 
Gotcha. Um, so Carton is a local brewery to us. It's personal. I probably went through the whole spiel with my whole spiel with it. It's uh, I like it. I think the beer is really decent. I've been going. It's one of the first breweries that kicked off my going to all the breweries thing. So it's forever in my heart, forever great. Um, the only reason that I went to I went to Carton to pick this up was my parents. One of their anniversaries this weekend, they went away, um, and they were like, "Are you going to Carton this weekend?" I since I've moved, I do not live close to cart. Like very, it's a, it's like, as I might as well just go home. Yeah. Um, yeah. and they were like, Oh, well, if you are like, get us this beer. And I was like, okay, well, like I'll be nice on my way home from work. I like got them the, this beer that they liked. And then I also picked up this beer. So did again, you, had you mentioned like, that you were going to Carton? No. Oh, so they, they asked, <laughs> oh. are you going this weekend? So it, it wouldn't make sense if I was like if it was Kane, which is very close, like uh-huh. that would make sense. Carton, no. Right. Um but anyway, so um milk. It is a session nitro milk stout. So sessions are usually like drinkable. They're like not as um usually high in alcohol percentage. Like if you have a session IPA, it's typically around like four percent. Um so this is a four percent. Um, it's IBU is 26, which means it's like not very bitter. Um, so a little bit about the beer. The key to this sessionable beer is the way that it evolves over time well spent. I don't really know what that means. Um, they took extremely dark malt bill and dulled the edges with the addition of lactose and nitro conditioning. Mm-hmm. So I think the reason... So I told Mike this after he opened it and started to drink it, but you're supposed to, when you get it in a can, you're supposed to like open it up and have like the can over it and then like flip it over. So it like the beer comes down straight. Like you're not pouring it on its side. You pour it down straight. And I think with the, that has something to do with the conditioning of it, um, with the nitro stuff. But when it comes down like that, it like prevents, it gives you like a little bit of head that you want. And like, I think it prevents it from getting too small or like minimizing it. Um, we're going to post a video of it. Yeah. I'm going to post a video of it. Um, God, I'm going to have to drink another one. (laughs) Um, but so with the nitro conditioning and then they wafted black currant notes with a certain, with a bouillon hop. Um, Wow, and these fancy, these fancy ingredients for food, for food month. Um, I have to keep it good for you, but it says drink carton of milk because it's, um, a session good. It does a session good. So, I mean, I think it's good. It's a beer that I will tell you, I've never drank it out of a can. I uh-huh. usually, every time I go to the brewery, I'll get it. Cause like, I'm. I've been more and more getting into stouts, but I I will say I'm like into a heftier stout. Like, a, give me an eight percent stout, something that I can like. That doesn't really have to taste alcohol too much, but like, I, I could sip at night and that could just be like an end cap. Um, some people drink their bourbon in their little cups, and I just want a hefty stout, which is not. I'm sure there are people just like me. Yeah. Um, and especially with especially with as the weather gets colder, which um today was beautiful, so I mean. <laughs> The whole rest of the week is supposed to be 65. I know. But last week when I got it, it was literally two degrees. Uh Um, But with the weather getting cold, like a stout's always nice. And then the fact that this is like a definitely drinkable stout, like if you wanted to, like it's comparable to a Guinness, I would say. Um, I don't know if you drink a lot of Guinness. No. 
but that's but the fact that it says black current i was just talking to this about someone when i studied abroad i went to ireland um and when i was there like in all my friend was studying abroad in Ireland, so she was like, took us in Dublin, she took us all around and all this stuff. But she was like, oh, when you go to the bars, get black currant syrup in your, um, like, Guinness. So they would put it in there, and it, like, changes the flavor. It makes it taste like a milkshake. It's, like, cool. Oh. So I feel like it's of, of a similar vibe to that. Um, so do you want to get into some reviews? Yeah. Okay. So I got three for you today. Okay. So this guy, we are back to beer advocate because this is a more highly rated, um, more well-known beer. Uh Um, On tap at Rattle and Hum in NYC, Carton is my new crush, and this does not disappoint. The aroma is the most impressive thing here. Let's smell it. I think it smells like a stout. Yeah, I was going to say it smells like a stout. Okay. Um, deep dark mahogany color with tan mahogany. Uh, with tan lasting rim of head that um, gives some vague lacing. The aroma is carried with a dark espresso bitterness um, that follows that doesn't follow on the tongue. So like you get it and it kind of goes away. Yes. Um, I mean I do think it tastes like coffee. A little. I feel like a lot of stuffs tend to do that. Yeah. Um, that's not to say that there's no flavor. There's plenty of that. It's just, um, it's just that the smoothness dissipates the bitterness. Um, nice balance. Out of five, what do you think this is? 4.3. It is a 4.05. Wow. They said new crush though, so I thought for sure it would be high. I know. I, I, I also, oh, you're frozen. You back? Okay, good. Um, I also, um, like saying that it's my new crush. Like I yeah. think I'm gonna, I definitely like have done that and like, I have a crush on that, but I think I'm going to bring it back. I'm I want to, I want to bring into our vernacular. Um, I'm rewatching, uh, Housewives of Atlanta, like when I fall asleep. Mm-hmm. And in one of the episodes, uh, Marlo texts them after, like, a big fight in San Francisco. And she just texts them. She goes, hey, girls, San Fran was a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Was a movie was, like, a big thing, like, a couple of years ago. Well, I want to bring it back. Okay. All right. So here's another. This person drank it in New Jersey. What did this? Another person drank it in New York. Okay. Um, So date, March 8th, 2009. Occasion. Watching Iron Man 3 with the fans. <laughs> Glassware. Guinness pint. Pours a dark black body. No. With a finger thick, persistent brown head. Which appears creamy and lactic. Light and sweet and lactic. Stop saying lactic. I hate lactic. Don't stop know, saying lactic. I've never seen that word before. Um, with the hint of coffee bean and thick cream. Slight hint of vanilla and candied sugars. Whoa, this is a smooth and uncomplicated, worthy of consistent sipping and easy thinking. Um, four per, a 4% mellow, surprisingly memorable, and a good warm-up for the upcoming St. Patrick's Day weekend. <laughs> this is when we did have St. Patrick's Day back in 2019. Um, no, no, I th- wait, 2019 or 2009? 2019. Oh, okay, you said 2009 before. 
Oh, sorry, 2019. So we have St. Pat. I don't think the brewery wasn't even invented then. Um, okay, so St. Pat's Day weekend. This is reasonably flavorful with chocolate and sweet milk. This and is a long vanilla. review. Yeah, making a nitro shake of a cola type quality. Um, the brack brackish quality of this makes it different it makes it a different kind of stout one that um instigates a more nuanced experience mm-hmm. um the toasted malts are appreciated and the hops provide a bit of an uplift this is one i have passed by often but i am glad that we have finally met <laughs> as far as the other sweet stouts go somewhat nuanced but not a depth but not a destination beer. What does that mean? I don't know what the last sentence really. As far as other sweet stouts go, somewhat nuanced, but not a destination beer. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Okay, out of five, what do you think that this review is? I thought this was an awesome review. He was a little bit repetitive. I will give him like a little critiques on his review. Um, it was very hard to read. There was no punctuation, but between his thoughts were three dot dot dots, and I appreciate that consistency. Anyway, I mean, I love that he like set the scene and he was like watching Iron Man three with his family, <laughs> um, like the weekend before St. Patrick's Day. Um, I think that's a four. It is a three point five six. Yeah, Remember see, I knew in- I knew it was gonna be deceiving because it's long, so like you feel like it's gonna be higher than it is. And remember with beer advocates, it's not like with untapped, it's like three point two five, three point five, three point seven five. This is like could be three point zero seven. Mm-hmm. It's like very in depth. Um, okay. So final one here, it's definitely shorter. Okay. Okay. It's definitely not remarkable, but also not bad. Easy drinking, tastes mostly like Guinness. Guinness. (laughs) Well made. Nitro always gives off a bit of a metallic flavor for me, so I'm not crazy about that. NB, which I think is not bad. Oh, the metallic flavor is interesting. Okay, so out of... And this was drank in 2018. Okay. Um, So out of five, where are we for this? Uh, 3.25. 3.5. You were close with all of them. You just went over. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this. Okay. So, what are you just to ask? Are you liking it? I am liking it. Yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly. I would say it's a crushable. To say I would have a crush on it. And (laughs) that it's drinkable. A crushable stout. (laughs) I don't know if I'm, like, crushing on it, but, like, it's good for this first date, and then, like, I think I'm okay to not ever see it again. Okay, yeah, okay, all right. Um, okay, Ratatouille, what do you think this is on Rotten Tomatoes? Like a 72. It's a 96. What? (laughs) Fast-paced and stunningly animated, Ratatouille adds another delightfully entertaining entry and a rather unlikely hero... To the Pixar canon. Okay. <laughs> you disagree. Um, not that I don't. I, that ninety six, you said. Uh huh. That's just very high. Yeah. That's too uh, high. This... I would have seen like a, even in the like an eighty nine or a ninety. So this movie did win the Oscar for best animated feature. Wow. Okay. Um, it was released on June 29th, two thousand seven. 
time. I remember it. I remember 2007 well. The budget was 150 million. It grossed 47 million opening weekend, and went on to gross 206 million in the U.S. Worldwide gross 623 million. Damn. So, I don't know. I feel like this. I wasn't when this movie came out. I'm usually a big Disney. Like, I want to go see their movies. I want to go see the Pixar movies. When this was advertised, I was like, I think I'm good. I don't really need to see like what a Ratatouille is. I what I don't. Again, I've never seen a movie in my life. Um, I don't remember ever like. Being oh, this like, is our not- fifth. This is our fiftieth episode. Oh my god! Happy fiftieth birthday! Happy fiftieth! Um, You've seen fifty movies. I that's wild to me that I've seen fifty movies. I feel like this is how normal people feel usually. They like know what people are talking about when they like talk about references from stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> you just not. I'm like, or my whole thing is like, yeah, I've heard of that, but I've just never seen it. Yeah. So, now I've seen it, you know. Yeah. But anyway. Where are we going with this? Oh, but again, as I was a child, I've seen two movies, and I've never, um, so I don't think I was, like, horny to see these movies right. as, as a, a, whatever, a seven-year-old. It's also, Not really. we were 12. no, we were 12. We were 12. Um, it's, like, uh, uh, I just, like, it's not for me, like, this movie's, like, not for me. Like, it doesn't have the emotional impact that I feel like most Pixar or Disney movies, like, you expect them to have. It's just like a fun romp and there's like very long stretches of just cooking, which is like why we picked it for this month. But, but it's not interesting. Like, that was like the parts that I liked of it. Like my whole thing, guys. Yes, again, I did kind of try to listen to this movie, which was not good because it was very visual. Should we should we but... let, let's re- let's let's uh uh, edit the previous sentence I said. You've listened to 50 movies at this point. I listened to, definitely. I definitely watched the beginning ones a lot, and then after a while I was like, I could get the same exact thing out of this if I kind of watched them. Except for the times when I'm like, when you're like, I don't know where this takes place at the time, and I go, Harley, it says <laughs> it on the screen. <laughs> exactly. Um, but so my whole thing is I like love food stuff like I wanted to work in food like in the food industry for a long time she wanted to be Luigi literally Mario and Luigi that's what me and we wanted to work for Nintendo no Um, oh sorry I meant to say Linguini sorry I was like what are you saying I meant to say Linguini I was like am I missing something also the fact that his name was Linguini was stupid (laughs) I was like this is stupid that his name's Linguini he was a long Um, dangly uncooked noodle I mean, yeah, I guess that makes sense, but I just thought it was dumb that his name was actually, was his name actually Linguini? Yeah. 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 Um, but I will his say. His full name, full name is Alfredo Linguini. That makes me hate everything. Who made this one? Um... Who that? That one an Oscar? That one an Oscar? <laughs> That's kind of funny, honestly. Okay. Anyway, so Linguini yeah, I'm gonna say, I like that it was, I like, it didn't feel Paris to me. I tried to be like, does this feel Moulin Rouge to me? It didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, the place of Moulin, you know? Like, yes. No, I also, Paris. I also don't think it feels Paris to me. Uh, there's only one, like, real French character who has, like, a French vibe, and that's the, the woman. Yes, 
<laughs> who is, who is voiced by Janine Garofalo, who I love? No, but what about the the guy who like is the restaurant owner? The the, 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 yeah, the mean he guy. Has a, he has an accent. Is it French though? I don't remember. I think it's trying to be. That's a big issue that I have with the movie. It's honestly. trying to be French. I, no, it was like, why is only like two people have French accents? <laughs> yes. Like, if we're gonna do it, do it. If we're not gonna do it, don't do it. Like, right. give no one a French accent. Right. Or maybe only the only person you would give a French accent to is Luigi. Or not Luigi. What's his name? <laughs> Linguini. Um, not, no, no. Um. Um, Gusto, because he's like a ghost. Yeah. I now thinking about it and saying this out loud, like being like, "Oh, the rats didn't have uh uh like accents because like they don't they're, really talk. Yeah, because they're to rats. Because they're rats, but like they don't talk to the people. Like they don't talk to the humans. Like you yeah. see that. Like there's uh, no communication. They'll like nod, nod, nod. Which, whatever. which I will say, I do appreciate about this movie that it's not like talking animals. Yes. It's just talking animals to each other. Yes, it's like which, is, which is fine. These are the rules that are acceptable. <laughs> um, but a big thing was the the, the accent inconsistency for yes. me. And I think, I, I while watching it, considered, like, did consider, like, the rats, too. I'm like, what? he is, like, the most... Who plays Ratatouille? Who's, like, the main guy? <laughs> His name's not Ratatouille. But to me, he is. <laughs> His name is Remy. <laughs> The the, the 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 thing's name is Remy? Yes, the rat's name is Remy. I thought he was called Little Chef. <laughs> he is? I mean, Linguini calls him Little Chef. I like Little I, Chef more. What? I, so I like Little Chef more. It's like a... <laughs> I, like, I like Little Chef a lot. Um, it's, Pat, it's Patton Oswald. Oh, it just... He sounds like a guy I've seen before, but I've definitely never seen Patton Oswald. You ever watch King of Queens? I ha- I'm, yeah, Liam Remedy. He's he's uh, the best friend on King of Queens. He's also the guy. If you watched the um, the I'll Be Gone in the Dark documentary series, he was Michelle. He was Michelle McNamara's husband. Oh, I want. I do want to watch that, but I have not yet. You're you're stuck on Colts right now. Yeah, that's about. What's that heard about? Disappearance or what is it? No, it's, it's she's a true crime author, and she wrote about the Golden State Killer. Yes. Um, but yes, his name is not Ratatouille, which I do think is deceiving. If you are a child, I feel like you're going to call him Ratatouille. I am a 26-year-old adult and I called him Ratatouille. So, I mean, I can't justify the naming of this. I get that it's called Ratatouille because they make the dish Ratatouille. And yes. they're like, oh my God, that's a peasant dish. Like, no. And, and also because he's a rat. So it's a like a play on words. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, ultimately, it's like he. It, I like when he gets hit by lightning and is like, "Oh my god, this tastes like oh, what does this taste like?" And the brother's like, "Lightning." So ultimately, it's like just a tale of him being the misfit in his rat family, which is like what every Disney Pixar movie is. I'm the misfit in this group of stuff and that I'm supposed to be. Um, he has the talent that he can smell really good. Yes. And I guess other other rats can't. They just eat garbage. Yeah, yes, they almost eat the rat poison. He says, "No, don't. It smells like rat poison." Yeah, but then literally, um, I was thinking. So then, this the scene comes when he like breaks in. Well, when the whole they're in the house, and yep. he basically the the is 
the person who is at fault when the lady finds out about them because he wants to be in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And then but the stupid dumb brother who leads their her to like where they all are. Right. Um whatever. So the family gets separated. He goes to Paris, Gusto, blah blah blah. Gusto is dead. Paris. What? Gusto is dead. Gusto dead. R.I.P. R.I.P. and uh Ratatouille aka Lil Chef aka Remy um <laughs> looked up to to gusto like he would he would he would um, yeah, like so good is like yeah the devil on our shoulder honestly not necessary didn't need any of I the gusto was, stuff i don't really think he did anything at all no i'll say that uh, the only thing he did was to uh, introduce the weird soap opera's uh subplot of linguini being his son yes but also i think we could have done without him being a ghost like he could have just been a figure in this French culture. Yeah, and he, he and Linguini also didn't have to be his son. Exactly, I, I agree completely. Yes, the only thing, the only part it was was like him getting the restaurant, but still, the restaurant closed anyway. Yeah, like, exactly. But even like there was really no point of this. No. Um, but so and then so whatever this happens, he gets separated from his family. He like sees Goose, he didn't realize that he was literally in Paris, and, like, his, his, like, guy who he was looking up to's restaurant was right down the road, because yep. he's living in a little rat shack, and he, so then he, like, goes and goes into the kitchen, and then he's in the kitchen getting hit, and, like, all this stuff, and I'm, like, um, I'm, like, if I saw a rat like him in the kitchen, one, I was, like, how did no one see him? Two, yes. I was, like, if I saw a rat like that in the kitchen, I'd be, like, oh, my God, cute rat, but then I was, like, would I be? No, because he's been living on the streets. Like, he's a dirty rat, guys. Like, this is the other thing, is that, like, this rat is presented, like, cute, cuddly, which, like, most Disney things, like, are presented, like, cute, cuddly, but, like, the idea that this rat was, like, adding ingredients to, like, stuff that was, like, being served to people, like, honestly, that's, like, the second coming of the Black Plague. Like, this is, um, like, this this movie's actually about, the yeah, bla- about, about, no, about the Black Plague, because the Black Plague was spread by rats. Oh, well. Um, but, yeah, I guess, yeah, I get what you're saying, and I get it, but it's a movie, but are no, you I know. saying but are you saying that, um, like, never mind. I forgot what, what I was going to say. I had a, no, I forgot what I was going to say. I had, like, an actual point to make, but now I forgot it. So I'm not going to say it. Um, but then, so, Linguini gets hired, and he's just supposed to be a garbage boy. Yes. But why? I think I missed this because I wasn't looking at the TV. But, like, why did he start just putting spices and shit into the soup? Linguini? Yeah. He didn't. I thought he did no. The reason that Ratatouille like went in and was like, I need to fix this soup was because Linguini was just like I don't remember that. I'm I'm pretty I'm hundred percent sure that's what it is. Because Ratatouille's like, oh no, the soup and that's why he goes in. His name's not Ratatouille. But to me he is. Have you watched the Ratatouille, the sequel, My Friend the Rat or something? What? It tried no. To, it just tried to make me watch it next. No. No. It's about him and his brother. No. I think it's called My Friend the Rat. Let me see. Absolutely not. I have not watched that. Will not be watching that. This movie to me is very boring. And I think that that's... I agree. That's like the issue with it is that like it's... It's like fine overall as like a film, but it's very boring to me. 
I think Ratatouille drinking game is something that just came up. <laughs> Ratatouille drinking game. Hold on. All right. Let's let's see what this is. If you're gonna give me a um a uh, pixel... do you want to know? Do you want to know what the drinking game is? Yeah. Drink anytime um the ghost of Gusto pops up. Okay. Remy, drink anytime Remy sniffs something. Okay. Drink anytime Remy almost gets stepped on. Drink anytime Laguini falls. Drink anytime um someone says anyone can cook. Um, drink anytime someone yells rat. Um, drink anytime Skinner. So is Skinner the owner now? Yeah. The little yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Freaks out about something, and then drink anytime a chef is chopping or ladling. Oh, I'm. Oh, interesting. That's like the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, there's another. There's multiple. Yeah, there's multiple like drinking games. Yeah. Dedicated to this movie, which is kind of wild. I wouldn't have thought, to be honest. No. No, because. One but I guess to pass the time because it is so, so boring, boring. <laughs> that I need to um, put a game to be it. Be doing something. That's just like the issue that I have, and the, and the other issue is that this movie is a hundred and fifty one minutes long, or not a hundred and fifty one minutes, one hour and fifty one minutes long. That's fucking long to like just be staring at people. One hour and fifty one minutes. Yeah, that is long. that's like two hours full of rats. <laughs> yes. Title of episode two hours full of rats. <laughs> Honestly, it's a good one. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. Is there anything else? I don't. I'm trying to think of other things. I feel like we. Miles, we... Okay, I will say. So I didn't get that there was supposed to be like a love relationship between yeah no. the lady and and him. No, I thought he was. She was being like a nice mentor helping him and then it, it was like no they're supposed to be in like with each other yep because love isn't real in disney pixar world um and so i don't know I, yeah that confused me it I was, that was it was thrown in there just to have a love relationship storyline yeah. i think it could have done without it it could have been like, yes they she is a mentor a like, lot of a lot of the, like, a lot of the choices they make they could have not made i agree and it could have been one a shorter movie. Yes. And two maybe like kept us like oh okay going. Yes. I thought you just said yeah Linguini. Um, <laughs> yeah Linguini. So, like, the food critic thing I was like this is fine. Like I'm him pulling I did like like him puppeteering the him in the thing like I thought that was fine. I also was like. The other guy tried to get him real drunk and, and say stuff about the rats. If you were a drunk person, you'd be like, heck yeah. Heck oh, yeah. how did you know I have this freaking rat that hangs out? How did you know? Little chef. Like, my little chef. Which also sounds kind of dirty. It does sound dirty. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but I will say, um, I was happy for Ratatouille, a.k.a. Remy, a.k.a. Little Chef, um, that he was able to have, like, his own little mini restaurant. I thought that was cute for him. I liked that. I was thought that was nice. Yes. Um, besides that... Yeah, what, like, else is there, what else is there to say? I'm like, this movie is fine. Did it teach me anything about anything? No. Not really. 
Maybe if you were a child and you like didn't know anything about French cuisine, how uncultured of you, child, Are you like... um, you would learn something about that. But other than that, I did like them. Also, I thought it was funny how they were. The guy was trying to like um, make him into like a gusto of like everything. Because I'm like, that's like such an American thing to do, right? Like, like I don't like make it. He make him into like a corn dog and like a, a selling gusto's Chinese food and like uh-huh. all this stuff, like franchise. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's like it was. It was what it was. It was an animated movie about a rat chef. Yes, I agree. Um, not not the not the way I wanted to kick off the month. I thought it was gonna be more like exciting. Have but you th- never seen it? No, I have because my okay. brother my my brother was obsessed with it. It's one of his favorite Pixar movies. It's not for me. Not one of my That's favorite wild. Pixar movies. My brother has told me I have no taste because I don't like to watch it. Um, but I find it incredibly boring. Um, which whatever. <laughs> no, I feel that. Um. Is there anything else that you wanted to say about it? I don't know what else to say about it. I don't have anything to say. Okay. So let me pull up. Um, so for this beer, I'm actually really enjoying it quite a lot. Mm. And I'm going to say that I'm giving this a 3.8. Which I will say is probably really high for, for a dark beer. For, for a you. dark beer, yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it a four point two. Nah, we'll oh. give it a four. We'll give it a four. A flat okay. four. Flat four. Okay. So that makes the average three point nine, which I feel like is is that's res- respectable. That's appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then what are you going to give little Ratatouille? Like a 3.2? Oh, you're, like, generous. I'm like, it was in the, uh, maybe a 3, but a 3.2 is fine. It's just, like, middle of the road, like. I'm giving it a 2.7. Okay. I just really, I don't, I mean, you heard, like, Harley talked most of the time because I truly had nothing to say. Like, Again, which is odd because usually you are the one talking. It's just there's nothing. Nothing stands out to me. Nothing happens. Nothing. It's just you're just. I don't know. I mean, like it's fine to like put on and like I guess like you know just you're just like watching it. But I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know. That's just how. That's just how I feel. So our average. How the cookie crumbles. <laughs> the cookie crumbles. So our average to kick off food month, uh, with ratatouille is two point nine five. Okay. Which. Ooh, that's kind of low. That's not our lowest. Oh, I know that. There's many more that are low. Our lowest is Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1. Which what was that? 1.7. That was truly like a d- dumb, dumb movie. Um, you gave it a 0. 0.7. <laughs> wow. Surprisingly, I gave Ratatouille the same score as Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1. Interesting. Okay. So, uh, and I'm gonna, I'll say it. I would rather watch Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1 than Ratatouille again. I don't, I'd, rather, I'd much rather watch Ratatouille, for sure. And that's what makes, that's what makes this podcast great. Make a, make this podcast great again. All right, I'm cutting that. <laughs> Please do. Um, yeah. Okay, so we will be back with an episode next week to continue food week. Um, should I say what it is? Um. 
No. All right, we'll keep you guessing. We'll keep you guessing. Okay. Well, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. I think this was a kind of quick, quick, quick episode. Um, and I hope you enjoyed it. I feel like I have a lot of beer info, which like made me feel good. You did. Um, you came with the facts. I gave you the facts, and you know what? I'm going to try. Here I am saying it right now on the podcast, and I'm going to try to keep up this standard. I just have to make sure I get enough sleep. Today, I let myself sleep till 6.45, Wow. I feel more rested than normal. Wow. Um, Imagine that sleeping makes you feel rested. <laughs> but I slept till 6.45. Um, other than that, again... We're going to continue movies about food or restaurants or chefs, maybe, um, for the rest of the month. Again, we're only doing three a month going forward until we want to do do things differently. Um, but... Until Harley gets more rest that she can add the fourth <laughs> back. Exactly. Um, so forward to those um anyway guys you know rate five stars give us reviews